When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is Mason Rudolph really a franchise quarterback? We have all the debate from a divided, duck-quacking Steelers nation. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Steelers fans were quacking in the Hinesfield stands. This after watching in horror as quarterback Mason Rudolph tossed an interception on his very first pass, then followed it up with a streak of scary incompletions early in the game against the winless Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football. The unorthodox fan response amounted to calls of desperation for undrafted quarterback Devlin Duck Hodges, himself a championship duck caller. Fans wanted Duck to come into the game and save the day. Later, After another failed Steelers drive in a mostly inept first half for Rudolph and the Steelers' offense, fans turned to a more traditional way of expressing themselves. Their quacking gave way to boos, which rained down on the Steelers' second-year quarterback, a quarterback who was supposed to be the heir apparent to future Hall of Famer Big Ben Roethlisberger. But is he? Despite the fact that Rudolph turned his play and the game around, hitting a touchdown pass late in the first half that many say the Dolphins tanked on, there remains plenty of misgivings over whether Rudolph really is the man in the Steel City. No wonder the future of the Steelers' offense and whether it should rest in Rudolph's hands has become the subject of an ongoing and increasingly panicked debate in Pittsburgh. I have all of the duck calls, the Rudolph rudisms, and some of the steadfast Mason rooting exclusively in this podcast. Plus, there's some odds and ends as the Steelers face the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday at Heinz Field for the chance to even their record at 4-4. Four and four. To do so, Rudolph and the Steelers cannot suffer another failed first half like they did against the Dolphins. The Colts will not beat themselves. They'll make Rudolph and the Steelers' suddenly hamstrung running game do that if 
they can. By the time the dust settles on Sunday, we will know much more about Mason Rudolph, the Steelers, and this already shocking season that is about to reach its midpoint. So let's have at it. On the week of trick-or-treat, Steelers fans were treated to the three faces of Mason Rudolph. The good, the bad, and the very scary. First, the bad. For that, we go right to the source, Mason Rudolph himself, who says fans were right to boo his horrific Halloween week start to that Dolphins game. Says Rudolph, quote, I would have booed that performance, too. We were coming out slow. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. There is a standard here, unquote. Sports talker Andrew Filipponi opined that Rudolph's big hit and concussion against the Ravens could have affected the start to the Dolphins game. Still, Filipponi said he was ready with the duck to fly in and take over. He tweeted, quote, You can be charitable and blame Rudolph's hesitation and delay on the injury. Either way, it's time for Duck. Warm up, Hodges, unquote. Even after Rudolph righted his play and helped the Steelers claw back and win the contest, Filipponi gave more credit to the Dolphins' tank job in order to assure the number one overall draft pick in 2020 than he gave to Mason Rudolph making plays. Quote, This Dolphins tank is doing wonders for Juju's confidence and Mason Rudolph. Ever since Miami benched its starting corners, they can't be stopped. I love it. Unquote. The scary ugly was personified by those quacking ducks Rudolph was throwing one of which landed in a Dolphins defender's hands early in the game, causing Steelers to quack for Duck Hodges. Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com painted this scary picture of Rudolph's throwing motion. He tweeted, quote, Rudolph keeps throwing off his back foot, just throwing lollipops for the Dolphins' defense. Miami had one INT their first six games. They have two in the first quarter tonight, unquote. But those ghastly tricks finally gave way to some Rudolph treats later in the game. Kazora put the transformation from scary ugly to good, not great, mind you, this way. He tweeted, quote, Mason Rudolph started two for eight, 23 yards, one INT. Since then, he's seven for 12, 115 yards, one TD. Needed a quarter to shake off rust. Why I didn't want to make any snap judgments ugly as his start was, unquote. The good for Rudolph comes from an unlikely source, that being the usually caustic radio host Mark Madden. But on Rudolph, Madden is keeping his options open. He tweeted, quote, Rudolph showed some guts. He held it together after a bad start. He's got talent. Give talent a chance and then give it another chance, unquote. Steelers Sanctuary said that if nothing else, Rudolph's game was a profile in courage. Quote, 
One thing we learned last night is that Mason Rudolph is one tough dude, both mentally and physically, unquote. Even those who credited Rudolph for gathering himself and upping his game didn't see a future franchise quarterback at work. The arm and the throws just weren't there, even when the scores were against the hapless Dolphins. Steelers Outpost tweeted this, quote, Quick thoughts on Rudolph. Phenomenal job bouncing back from a horrid start. Aggressive downfield. But I'm seeing a lot of tweets saying, quote, He has the arm strength to make every throw, unquote. I'm wondering if people know what they're seeing. Arm strength is a major concern. Every throw is a lollipop, unquote. Kevin Gorman, writing for Trib Live, summed up Rudolph's rocky night this way. Quote, The Pittsburgh Steelers showed it's not how you start, but rather how you finish. There was no better example of that than quarterback Mason Rudolph making his first start since being knocked unconscious against the Baltimore Ravens on October 6th. Rudolph threw a pick on his first pass attempt, had a 0.0 rating in the first quarter, and completed only two of his first eight passes, but finished the first half with 138 passing yards and a touchdown. Rudolph finished 20 of 36 for 250 yards and two touchdowns with one interception for an 84.4 rating as the Steelers rallied for a 27-14 win. A comeback victory over the Dolphins at Heinz Field to improve on the season to 3-4. and four. Unquote. There's no question Rudolph's rebound reached its height with the longest drive of the night that gave the Steelers the lead for good in the second half. Here's what Daniel Valente with SteelersDepot.com tweets about that pivotal drive. Quote, Mason Rudolph may not have started hot, but that 97-yard drive to put the Steelers ahead 17-14 was nothing short of amazing. Rudolph was 6-for-7 for 80 yards and a TD on that 97-yard drive. Steelers would never relinquish that lead, unquote. But what to make of Rudolph's game going forward, and more importantly, his prospects as a franchise quarterback in Pittsburgh for the next 15 years? Kazora with Steelers Depot likes what he sees of Rudolph's QB IQ. Quote, Mason Rudolph was far from perfect last night, but he was very good above the neck. Toughness, short-term memory, and he continued to show off his ability to move safeties to open up the deep ball, unquote. And Valente, also with Steelers Depot, said Rudolph is rewriting his results on third down, and that's when elite quarterbacks earn their pay. He tweets, quote, Steelers offense when facing a third and eight plus yards this season. In games one through six, they were eight for 27, a paltry 29.6%. Last night against the Dolphins, they were four for six, and that's 66.6%. Rudolph showed incredible poise as he battled back and converted third and 20, third and 12, third and 11, and third and eight, unquote. Chris Malma adds Rudolph is ahead of his 2018 QB class despite being a third-round pick. He tweeted, quote, 
Steelers' Mason Rudolph is the leading passer among QBs drafted in 2018, topping the five first-rounders drafted ahead of him. Rudolph has the best passing rating and TD-to-interception ratio, unquote. Of course, to that, I'll point out that famous quote about lies, damn lies, and statistics. Joshua Hanna likes Rudolph's results so far in terms of winning, and he hits back at the constant fan criticism calling for Duck Hodges. He tweets, quote, It's funny how Steelers fans are talking crap about Mason Rudolph when he has two out of the, their three wins and kept it close against a far superior 49ers team and would have beaten the Ravens if he hadn't been injured, unquote. On this same note, Steelers delivery says Rudolph and the Steelers could be even better except for a few plays and a few points in some of those previous games. They tweet, quote, the Steelers lost to Seattle by two, to Baltimore by three, and to San Fran by four, nine points separating them from being six and one. And to that I say, coulda, shoulda, woulda. In the NFL, it's only the final score that counts. No style points. No points for getting close. And okay, I grant you, there are some positive signs with Rudolph and the Steelers overall, but no proof positive of a franchise quarterback. Rudolph will have to step it up against the Colts. Still, both Las Vegas and Pittsburgh sports analysts are picking the Steelers and Rudolph to keep on winning. Tweets Filippone, quote, the Steelers, a one-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Colts. Point differential is about the same. Colts plus seven, Steelers plus five. Sunday is a game the Steelers should and will win. And if they do, they can make the playoffs. I say to that, whoa, 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 Filipponi, let's not get ahead of ourselves about the playoffs. Let's see if Rudolph can win this game against the Colts. And that goes to the big issue expectations and pressure. The expectations game in the NFL is huge. And right now, Steelers fans are back expecting the Steelers to win, even against an incoming Colts team that has been really good and really resilient. This means more pressure on Rudolph first and foremost, if not the rest of the team. If Rudolph doesn't deliver, you're sure to hear the quacking again at Heinz Field. And I'll be there and I'll be listening and I'll report it right here. What you won't hear is Coach Mike Tomlin having any wavering when it comes to Rudolph or any notion of bringing in Devlin Hodges to relieve Rudolph if he doesn't deliver. Tomlin brushed off such a question at his recent press conference following the Monday night game saying simply, next. And when Tomlin did talk about Rudolph, it was to express his full confidence in his second-year passer. He said, quote, we've got a lot of confidence in him. We didn't need to see that. We've been working with him going on a couple of years. That's just in his DNA. That's one reason the guys rally around him and believe in him. He got better as the game wore on. I thought his overall decision-making became more fluid. His accuracy became better. A lot of it had to do with footwork, but more than anything, I thought he settled down as he got into action, unquote.
For this season, at least, Tomlin and the Steelers are all in on Mason Rudolph. Those words from his head coach must mean the world to Mason because he doesn't have to look over his shoulder. This is probably the right call. Rudolph needs his coach's confidence to go out there, be his best, and do his thing. But this is a one-season pass only. The Steelers have to find out what they have in Mason Rudolph and whether he is franchise material. The time for that evaluation is now and extends to the rest of the season. My take is this. Based only on what I've seen of Mason Rudolph thus far, if forced to answer the is he a franchise quarterback question, I would say no. To me, he just doesn't have that sixth sense in the pocket to move and shift away from pressure the way Ben Roethlisberger has done for 15 seasons. With all due respect to Hodges, Rudolph is more of a sitting duck back there in the pocket. He has a tendency to hold on to the football far too long, leading to those big shots he took against the Ravens, sending him out of the game we should have won and into concussion protocol. The other problem is his throwing arm. I just haven't seen consistent evidence that Rudolph can zing the football the way Roethlisberger throws it on a rope. Too many of Mason's passes on Monday night, especially in the first half, were those lofting lollipops that are so easy to intercept. Now, Rudolph did have a couple of really nice throws, the best of which was that rope down the sideline that was negated by an inexplicable offensive pass interference call against receiver James Washington. But we need to see a lot more throws like that. We need to see them coming consistently, and we need to see far less of those lollipops. All that said, Rudolph could develop. He could surprise us, but I doubt that he'll ever equal the playmaking ability of a true franchise quarterback. And we've seen them in Pittsburgh. We've seen them with Terry Bradshaw, for those of you who remember, and we've certainly seen them with Roethlisberger. That kind of innate playmaking ability coupled with raw arm talent is exceedingly rare in the NFL. It's why so many franchises, the Steelers included, spend years, if not decades, searching for their next true blue franchise quarterback. For the Steelers, I think, unfortunately, they'll find they need to keep looking beyond Mason Rudolph. That search could start in earnest in 2021, when the Steelers will again have a number one pick after trading away their top pick in 2020 to the Miami Dolphins in return for Minka Fitzpatrick, the safety, the star safety, who has really helped turn around their defense. Still, landing a franchise quarterback, even in the first round of a draft, even in the top 10 picks of a draft, hell, even with the first pick of a draft, remains a crapshoot. As a side note, I'll say the quarterback in whom I do see some Big Ben-like qualities is Gardner Minshew down there with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He extends plays, his arm has the strength to put the football right on his receivers, and he's injected true life into that team. All this and the Jags found him in the sixth round. Even Minshew felt he'd be going on to coaching sooner rather than later instead of playing and winning in the NFL goes to show you just never know where the next franchise quarterback will come from. After all, Tom Brady was another sixth-round diamond in the rough who's now the GOAT. 
the Steelers were lucky enough to have lightning strike twice in some 50 years. Who knows when it will strike again in the 412 area code in the vicinity of Heinz Field. And to already think that it has in the form of Mason Rudolph, to me, is the real definition of fantasy football. That is your Steelers update for now. Download the podcast everywhere Wednesday afternoon. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.